This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, day two, live from the SHOT Show in Las Vegas. John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter with us here the full time. Great to be back with you here, man. I'll tell you what, we got a great program coming up for you uh, here today. In fact, today, man, we're probably not going to get to all of, of what we have prepared for you today, but we still got tomorrow. But we may even run out of time tomorrow, but that's all right. We'll, we'll be back in studio next week. We, we can take uh, a, all of this information we're gathering and, and, and mix it up for you next week on the program as well. Donald Trump Jr., you heard it right. As we wrapped up the show yesterday, Donald Trump Jr. was right down the hall from us. He and Governor Greg Gianforte came and sat down with us. That conversation will be coming up next hour of the show. Plus, I went down to the SHOT Show floor uh, to the Olympus Arms booth, ran into a bunch of bunch of friends that I've served in the military with. I was like, wow, you guys are working with Olympus Arms? That's very cool. Olympus Arms, the company making that $50 million investment in Helena, Montana. I had a great conversation with their CEO. He's still serving in the Montana Army National Guard. He came up with this whole idea while serving and and made it happen it's an incredible story that i'm gonna i want to save that one for our nine o'clock hour as well uh and uh you know so don jr olympus arms attorney general washington Knutson may drop by and we got a whole bunch of of ammo uh in our uh in our vest here this morning for you john jackson though great to see you yeah i was talking uh, with with john i attended this attorney's general forum yesterday and let's see oh it was the kansas attorney general he was walking the shot show floor and he picked up a bumper sticker and the bumper sticker said this, 100 million armed citizens. If we were violent, you'd know it. And that must be an older bumper sticker because I would imagine that number's got to be even higher than that now, right? That's way low. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, nothing. that's way low right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it's a great point, though. It's like it, these people constantly want to trash gun owners. And it, it's like if we were violent, you would know it. And I, I mean, but but also the Ohio attorney general, he was touting the fact that Ohio finally passed constitutional carry, right to carry. And, of course, the liberal mob media, crime's going up because of you guys. It's all your fault. It's these, you know, you expanded constitutional carry and crime's going to skyrocket. Well, you know what? Actually, oh, funny thing, Clark, crime is actually going down in some places. It's gone down by double digits after they implemented constitutional carry. Golly. Well, I think I, I hit you the other day on Twitter. They are showing that the newly elected president of El Salvador, I think he's been in... in um, Bukele, yeah. Yeah, he's been in office a couple of years now. Well, his mandate was to go after the gangs down there. And what did he do? He went after them with both feet and put them all in jail. And jail down there is a horrible, horrible place to be. Well, you know, like, like you always say, funniest thing, Clark. <laughs> it dropped their crime rate by like 90%. Down no work programs, Surprise. no rehab, no mental health. Uh, he just put them in jail. That sounds mean. That sounds mean. <laughs> All right, coming up after the break, uh, I got a chance to catch up with Nick DeCastro, who started a really interesting company in Bozeman, Montana. Caught up with him here at the SHOT Show. That'll be coming up right after this. Securing America. Wednesday, two American flagships were targeted in the Red Sea by Houthi rebels in Yemen, a day after a U.S. strike on Hezbollah militant facilities south of Baghdad, following a missile strike on U.S. forces at the Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq last weekend. 
National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says more than 20 countries have signed a statement supporting what he calls U.S. defensive actions in the region, including strikes against the Houthis, preventing them from targeting merchant ships in the Red Sea. I think it's notable that more and more countries now wanted to show that they condemn Houthis indiscriminate and unlawful attacks on uh, international commerce and that they support the actions that we and our partners are taking. As for reported Iranian concern about potential escalation, Kirby says... Then the best thing they could do would be to cut off the support that they give to groups like Hamas and Hezbollah. While reminding people that... We're not looking for a war or a conflict with anybody. Kibnuretsky, Fox News. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. Nick DeCastro uh, is out of Bozeman, Montana. He's with, uh, he's, he's got an outfit called Land Trust. And Nick, do I remember right? You just, you're trying to help get access to private lands, working with private landowners to get folks who want to go hunting uh, access on the private land. Uh, did I hear that right? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. I, well, first of all, I appreciate you having me on, and I want to say you have a great radio voice. I feel like well, I don't know about that. But <laughs> the, yeah. the cigar I had on the casino floor last night helped. We're doing cigars later, too. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, yeah so Land Trust is uh, it's a land-sharing marketplace. So the, an easier way to think about it is like Airbnb or VRBO, but instead of renting somebody's home, you're renting uh, just do-it-yourself access to somebody's property, whether it's for hunting or fishing, foraging, you know, some cool farm and ranch experiences, but we make it really easy to um, kind of discover and book you know, as little as a day or a week or whatever. So it's not leasing or anything like that. It's just, I want to go out and hunt or fish or, and have the place to myself for a day, a weekend, a week, whatever, with your uh, friends and family or yourself. So right now we have the block management program. Uh, in Montana, a lot of landowners work with that program. Yep. Uh, but th this sounds like it would be something that would be a l even even more organized, uh, yeah, and somewhat more accessible, maybe tech friendly, not yes. only for the hunter or the shed hunter or the recreationalist, but also for the landowner as well. Yeah, exactly. Block is a great program. I, I mean, I use it myself. Uh, um, so it's a, it's a it's a good government program. Uh, we're you know a private market. We're a for profit company. So our, our farmers and ranchers, we have about 1.5 million acres of land on, on the platform in 40 states. We have a lot in Montana because we started here. Um, but yeah, farmers and ranchers are primarily who our, our landowners are. So multi-generation production agriculture landowners partner with land trusts to generate some extra income uh, from an asset that sits underneath their feet every day, essentially. And uh, so for them, it's, you know, we truly are partners. They're not our customers. We only make money when they do. So when people book, we make a commission on that. Uh, and then, you know, for the for the hunter, the fisherman, just the outdoor enthusiast, they get the benefit of having exclusive access to that property for the days that they book. Uh, so it's or a, a section of that property, yeah. even. Right? Yeah, the landowners can break it up however they want. But what we just, you know, the, the the land trust promises that if you book that property that's listed, it's just you and your party, whoever you're with, uh, during that time. So you don't have to worry about bumping into other people and crowds and we know that obviously that could be an issue uh when you're you know on public or even other block management stuff you know you don't have exclusive access there but with land trust you do have exclusive access to that ground that's right and you know hunting is part of our great montana heritage right. and, uh, and culture and tradition and so it's great to see it have so much popularity right now but it's also kind of like man yeah. uh 
trying to find where to go, when to go, and it, it can be a challenge, and, or it can feel like a challenge. Well, yeah, and, and, and people ask, I, I started this company because I wanted to use it, right? Uh, Public Land's amazing. It's a great resource. We love it. Um, uh, stuff like Block is great, too, but... You know, I, I don't I don't know what stage of life you're in. I have three little kids. I'm married. I got, I'm running a company, and my three daughters under the age of four. So, I don't get to go outdoors a ton. Uh, and when I do, I I really go to just be outdoors and be disconnected from work and the daily grind and all that. And you know, I'm trying to get away from anxiety and stress. And when you show up to a trailhead and there's 30 trucks, like, I don't know, it's kind of stressful to me. Yeah, and some guys, they'll, they can take a week off or yeah. a month off or two weeks I'm off. I'm envious of, and, those, of those guys. And you're right. you got little kids. It's kind of like camping. And, and the fact is, like, uh, yeah, I'd love to be able to plan out trips in the summer. But sometimes you just got to go when you're able to go right. because stuff comes up with kids, stuff comes up with work. And it's like I, I remember in all the years I was, was serving in the military, and it's like, You'd plan a big trip. Oh, now I got to go do this exercise or go take yeah. go do this training, and so, and so yeah. So I didn't have time to go do all the fishing and all the hunting, right. and you can't necessarily plan trips. So to to make it easier, so you actually started this company. Yeah, I'm the founder. Yeah. Basically, a tech company. When did you start it? You started it in Bozeman. That's right. Yeah, uh, 2019. So um, the website went live October 2nd of 19. We just crossed four years this last October. Um, and yeah, it's it's been a great journey. We have a good uh, office. Actually, I think you just interviewed my, my friend Nate from Anthem Jerky. We share well. We're, we're one door apart from each other in the little office park that we're in. So we're uh, for any of your listeners who are in Bozeman, we're behind Big Sky Archery's uh, shop there. So, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say um, flip that. It's getting louder here in the shot show. Twist that up just a little higher. There we go. There we go. Because we're hearing you good, but okay. it, it, we're about, now we'll hear you, hear you even better. Okay. I was in fact, I was just gonna ask you. So. Steve Rast, a Marine Corps yep. veteran, he's here at the SHOT Show with his business that he works for every year. They sell, like, you know, uh, military-style equipment, boots and, and outfits and things like that, uh, and equipment and supplies, so kind of kind of worldwide uh, yep. business. And then Nate Kahana, the CEO of Anthem Snacks, how'd you get to know these guys? Because I think both of them said, said, hey, you should talk with Nick about land trust. Yeah, uh, well, like I said, Nate is uh, he's a, basically a neighbor of mine. Uh, I, I had seen his jerky, you know, just probably as you have, or a lot of your listeners at Town Pump. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know I know that brand. I, I've seen it. Just went to introduce myself and, you know, uh, as both business owners that are right there, uh, we've become, you know, good friends. And it's cool to see other Montana businesses here. Steve is actually a member at Cigar Lounge in Bozeman. Uh, so my, my buddy TJ, who's a Marine Corps veteran, also he has a he started a cigar lounge in, in Bozeman. If you don't know about it, I still got to check that one out. We'll so, take you over there. Yeah. So this was really cool. So um, I put together an auction item for Warriors in Quiet Waters yeah. for the Warrior Taste Fest, yeah. and it was a cigar lounge, basically you and nine friends, so a group of ten. And we got some food donated from Dickie's Barbecue, and we got cool. some cigars donated from. Uh, uh, Cattle Baron Cigars, oh, yeah. Brian Massard's yep. outfit, uh, another great jerky manufacturer. Yeah. He's got the uh, he's got the uh, the Reminis Angus uh, yeah. uh, snacks, and then we got um, Trailhead Spirits donated some really nice uh, beverages. Oh, that's awesome! So I thought you know somebody who lives or works out of Billings would have purchased this because it was at the Summit Cigar Lounge in Billings. Yeah. No, a guy in Bozeman purchased it. And uh, let's just say he was with a prominent company. So yeah. I thought, oh, he's going to take some Anyway, plans. the bottom line uh, on that story is he brings over this whole crew of his uh, fellow Marines and other veterans, and we just had a great time. All right, that was Nick DeCastro, Land Trust. Incredible uh, uh, idea there. Taking your calls live. 
1-800-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, just a little more of our conversation here with Nick DeCastro. Yeah, very interesting concept. I mean, land trust basically basically where he's creating an Airbnb where you can uh, rent uh, ranch access. Uh, so, you know, you want to put your camp. Hey, well, anyway, we, we get it. I think we, we talk a little bit more about that, especially from an ag perspective. So I uh, want to play more of our conversation with Nick DeCastro. And then I got to get to the governor's forum and the question about the governor's race in Montana that Larry Keene threw to Governor Greg Gianforte because John Jackson missed it, and, and you did too, but you guys are going to get a kick out of this, and I want to get John Jackson's reaction. But first, back to Nick DeCastro. So I thought, you know, somebody who lives or works at a Billings would have purchased this because it was at the Summit Cigar Lounge in Billings. Yeah. No, a guy in Bozeman purchased it. And uh, let's just say he was with a prominent company. So yeah. I thought, oh, he's going to take some clients yeah. out. You know, maybe he's got business in Billings. No, this guy was a Marine Corps veteran. He fills up two cars full of his fellow veterans from Bozeman. Awesome. They drive over. We had the best time. And yeah. I got to tag along for it. That's so, so cool. Uh, yeah, man, I was like, holy cow, it was such a great time. And so, uh, yeah, Steve came over for that as well. Yeah, your, your guys' lounge is it's cool. I was... I was, I was I'm an inactive member there because I get over to Billings too infrequently. But yeah, you guys have a good good lounge over there. Gray Falls has a cool one now too. I gotta get up there and check it out. I went in there with uh, uh, Sheriff Slaughter and Tim Lee, and after we uh, taped a podcast episode him with him, and then our our our, uh, friend uh, uh, Jason Laird even uh, was there with us as well. He's on another radio station, but that's all right. It's awesome, the family. Yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, man, so great to catch up with you. Anything else you want to tell folks across Montana? Yeah, I mean, hey, look, if you're a uh, you know, a farmer, rancher, and you've got ground, and you're looking for new kind of symbiotic ways to generate some income. It's in the background. It's not a whole bunch of work. Uh, you know, Lanchus is a pretty interesting opportunity. I'm sure that you know we've got neighbors of yours who have you know who are working with us. You know, don't talk to us. Ask them. You know, uh, and and if you're looking to get for new opportunities on ground, and you're you like to hunt or fish or whatever, go to Lanchus.com. And, you know, check out all the different kind of properties and activities you can do. Uh, we're, we're a very service-oriented company, so call us or text us. It's not like chat bots and stuff. Yeah, that's great. I, I love this. Is there something for boats, too? Because, like, there's RV share for, for RVs. Where you, I've, I've known some people, they will rent out their camper on, like, RV share. Yeah. And they pay it off the first summer they own the yep. thing. Uh, you mentioned Airbnb. And so, yep. yeah, if you're a farmer or rancher in eastern Montana or central Montana, we got a lot of them that listen to the show and call in. Mm. This is a way to add more profitability yep. to your farm or ranch. While retaining 100% control. So it is your ground. You choose what you want to offer, the rules you know, for using your ground, how much you want to charge, the availability. You can still black out dates. Say it's Thanksgiving. we got family coming. Block out the dates. Or you can still allow people to door knock. You can still let your friends, your neighbors, your kids. So, you know. So that's, to block out the dates. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it, you, you retain 100% control. So we're just a partner for you. Could I even just like, like let's, because, you know, I, I love taking my camper out and going camping. Yep. And, man, there are some, you know what I love about owning a camper? I You know, I got my camper from Brett's RV. What I love yeah. about owning a camper is, you know, I live in town. Yep. I do a radio show. Yep. And, and I love doing what I do. And so it's good to be in town. But, man. I wish I lived on a ranch. I wish I had a ranch. That's right. I wish I lived on a river. I wish I lived in the mountains. I wish I lived out on a ranch in eastern Montana. Well, with a camper, you can kind of have a different backyard every weekend. Yep. And so, so how cool, some of us, some people who live on a ranch right now, 
they don't know just how good they really have it. And and so if somebody could experience that backyard for a weekend. We have that right now. So I, we actually, you know, we got into the camper uh, space. And we're actually, there's a, another cool company. Um, have you talked to the ex-Overland guys? Not yet, but I want to okay, catch up so, with them. Because isn't that a Marine Corps veteran? Ty, Ty's a Marine, uh, yeah. I was yeah, just talking yeah, yeah. him for the first, actually, this, this guy right here. He's right there. <laughs> yeah, there we so, go, yeah. Um, I was talking to them, and, and we're doing, so a lot of our ranches will allow you to come in. It's do-it-yourself. It's not, you know, there's no hookups. It's not an RV yeah, exactly. park, but yeah, it's yeah. you can bring your rig out and, you know, park next to the creek and fish and do whatever. So Yeah, I don't need to be next to your house. You can put me on the other end of the ranch. Yeah, so know? for folks who are just looking, we just call it outdoor, just general outdoor recreation. So you just want to go out and have a property yourself, ride your bike around, go for a walk, fish, you know, whatever. You can do that in camp. Yeah, so... Yeah, so we'll talk with him next. Yeah. I, I think X Overland Expedition that, Overland. Expedition Overland, but yeah. it's like XOverland.com. Yeah, XO. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was trying to say, yeah, so no, that'll be interesting. All right. Nick DeCastro, the, the website, app, et cetera. Just, 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 just website. Just yeah. website. Uh, yeah. So it's just landtrust.com. Landtrust.com. Yep. Oh, man, I, I'm going to be checking this one out for hunting, camping, and yeah. all sorts of all stuff. Sorts of good so, outdoor stuff. Great to catch up with yeah, you. Yeah, appreciate hey, you having me. We'll see you later for, uh, for a stogie. Yes, sir. All right. Awesome. Sounds yeah, and actually, uh, we're going to shift pl- that plan for later today. But I did catch up with him and a bunch of the other, you know, uh, you know, veteran folks. Uh, a lot of these guys out of the Bozeman area, mm-hmm. Steve Rast, who is doing a lot of veteran entrepreneur stuff. I caught up with them last night at another reception after I, I left the Montana reception, and I actually got to meet the guy from X Overland. And then it dawned on me. I interviewed the people that own Expedition Overland. These are the guys. They basically soup up these these SUVs. And they go on like cross uh, overland expeditions in places like Norway, South America, and and they they outfit these rigs to to basically be out driving uh, out overland for like seven to ten days at a time. Absolutely incredible. I mean, just could you imagine doing that in a place like Norway or Argentina or something like that? Well, the, the ability to have a vehicle that can go across those terrains, and I'm telling you. Like our rigs down in South America were Toyota Land Cruisers, four by fours. I mean, these things are tough, tough, tough. And we would go out on these lab operations and get stuck over and over and over again. And you got your entire crew out trying to push you out of these mud holes. If you could have some kind of vehicle that that would not happen to, oh boy, that would be a game changer. And mechanics with you that know how to jerry rig the the gear to get it back and up and running again. Because I mean. Well, it was like when we had up-armored vehicles in Afghanistan, and, I mean, we were constantly getting stuck in these wadis, especially in the spring when the when the snow melt would start to happen. And then when they pushed the, the bigger, heavier vehicles on, man, uh, you know, as much as we wanted the extra armor, we were like, man, we'd fall off the side of a mountain in that thing because we're driving on the finger top of a, of a freaking mountain. You know, like literally like driving on the top on this little dirt road and just like, you want to make me more top heavy and go rolling down the side of that thing? But, but I mean, you know, you'd have your differentials go out, you'd have this go out, that go out. And so to, to logistically support what they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but I was talking with him and he said what, what they also do with this X Overland, the, the, the business we didn't talk about yet is they actually now have a ranch in the Bozeman area where basically you can come there. And, you know, like a corporate retreat or something like that, and they'll introduce you. They'll give you, like, the introductory course to overland expeditions. So that would be oh, kind of fun. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking, like, like, did you ever do the Griffin Group drivers courses? Like, no. Oh, man, that was a, that was what, that was the coolest course I ever did in my entire military uh, career. Was, is that, like, convoy driving or what? No, this is, like, 
freaking you, you, you're getting Pursuit? shot at. You got to get you got to oh, get okay. the heck out of Dodge. Oh yeah. How do you fly down the road back into an alley and get turned around going in the other direction? You know, driving at a fairly good speed backwards and you know like that kind of course. These guys were freaking awesome. We did yeah. that at Quantico at their racetrack, and we were the very first class that they had it because normally it is Pursuit. And they had turned it around for Afghanistan for our tactical team for the for the fast team. They had turned that around to say, okay, now for the very first time, we're going to teach what to do when you are being pursued. Yeah, and it's a whole different game. So uh, the Democrat candidate for governor, I wouldn't be surprised if another Democrat runs because the Democrats. Why would you want a gun grabber? running as the candidate for governor. If you're a Democrat, if I'm a Democrat legislative candidate or anywhere else, you don't want not want this guy representing you on the ticket, right? But anyway, uh, Ryan Bussey says he always wants to be on our show, but he never calls in. But of course, we're at the SHOT Show, so we can't really take callers right now anyway. So, but I... I'll I, I will I will I will reach out to him and offer him to be able to respond to something that came up yesterday at the show. So I know, John, you you were working on your girlish figure at the gym. Uh, and so you skipped out on the governor's forum. But that's all right. I got all the highlights for you. <laughs> so uh, so Larry King, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, uh, asked Governor Greg Gianforte about his reelection this uh, this year and about the Democrat candidate for governor. So I, I'm going to play Larry King's question and then the response from Governor Gianforte coming up after this. And then, yeah, hey, next week or, or so, if, if Bussy wants to respond, we'll, we'll let him come on and respond to that for sure, of course. Or he could call in any time when, when we're back in studio. Before I get to that, though, Tim in Billings called in talking about the, the Texas razor wire story. So now several Republican governors have, have sent letters of their own expressing support for Texas Governor Greg Abbott uh, putting up the razor wire to secure the border in Texas. Uh, Governor Greg Gianforte included. He sent a big letter that Bill Malusion on Fox reported where, you know, Governor Gianforte is standing alongside Texas to secure our border as the Biden administration wants to remove the razor wire to allow the, the invasion to continue. Uh, Tim and Billings uh, says this. Uh, I know how the feds, I know how we can get the feds to leave the razor wire alone in Texas the Texas National Guard should hang all the inappropriate books school libraries are exposing our kids to along the fence. Those are apparently the new golden calf, so it would be sacrilege to remove them. Uh, that's what Tim and Billings had to say. Oh, Tim and Savage, this was the other message I wanted to get to. Tim and Savage said this. Hey, boys, I couldn't believe the way the left was attacking the governor for being at the SHOT Show, bringing industry to Montana. They're asking who's paying for this trip and just attacking him with stupid left-wing talking points and hateful comments. Tim and Savage says, God bless Governor Gianforte for rising above this and fighting for Montana. I didn't even see all – it must be all the liberal tweets on Twitter or something. Well, that's – you know what, Aaron? That is beautiful. I mean, the left in the state of Montana, <laughs> mind you, attacking – their governor for being out here at the SHOT Show, which is all about guns and, and outdoor uh, shooting sports. Oh, bring it on. More, more, more. Tell us more about who you really are, please. Exactly. You know, when Brian Schweitzer ran as a Democrat for governor, he wanted to be seen around guns. He wanted to look like he supported the Second Amendment to at least create the appearance of being more moderate. These guys aren't even faking it anymore. Dude, no pretense Not at all. Not even faking it no anymore. No pretense at all. Now they're exposing exactly who they've always been. Anyway, the bussy question and the response. Don't be so fussy, oh, Ellen. You're being fussy. Man, here we go right after this. <laughs> 
This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, Lou, we're going to roll right into it here. Don't be so fussy now. Uh, don't be so fussy now. Come on now. Be so fussy. Uh, that's what uh, the Joker from Twitter has to say here. By the way, um, I, I keep, there's still people, you know, the reason why people buy radio advertising is because you can't just say it once or twice. you got to constantly remind people what your message is. So, uh, so anyway... Uh, there's people that like, man, I love that Joker guy. Man, that Joker guy, man, he's funny, man, he's great. Uh, how do they follow you on Twitter? You just go to x.com slash, it's private Joker US, at PVT Joker US. And you see that that photo of him. But why is why is your photo on Twitter so much better looking than actually you in person? <laughs> you don't think that's me on yeah. there, From back in my Ranger school days, you don't think uh, yeah, that's me? Yeah, you got your Kevlar on, you know, you were, you were in NAM. And, uh, yeah, yeah, back to the NAM. Yeah. M-O-U-S-E-K-E-Y. Speaking of M-O-U at Mickey Mouse games, let's talk about Let's talk about the Democrats and the governor's race. All right, I think Travis has the clip ready ready for us back there. Uh, we're going to start. Larry Keene joined us on the show yesterday. He is the, uh, uh, he is the, let's see, only two minutes left in this clip. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I see where, I see what he's saying. Okay, yeah. All right, here, roll it. I think it starts with Larry Keene's question first. Larry Keene is the senior vice president for the National Shooting Sports Foundation. He was the moderator for the governor's forum yesterday. So you have an election coming up, and it looks like your opponent may be a gentleman by the that many people in the audience know, a gentleman by the name of Brian Bussey, who used to work in the industry. He's now a gun control advocate for the Giffords organization. He's uh, peddling a book uh, to promote his gun control agenda. It's just full of his personal opinions, not really any facts. He's testified in Congress in support of banning modern sporting rifles and standard size magazines because he personally doesn't like those. Um, so the question I would have is, does Mr. Bussey represent and share the values of Montanans? Does he, you know, those values, including the Second Amendment, and what should voters back home know about his gun control agenda? Well, I, I think our Constitution is pretty clear. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I don't know what's really confusing about that. Um, Montana is home to 150 firearms and ammunition manufacturers, more per capita than any other state in the country. And we're recruiting more. We're, any of you love freedom, love free enterprise. I don't get what it is. We're open for business. And easy. We, uh, and I would just say, uh, the opportunity to run against a gun grabber is a gift. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine in Montana, uh, I, don't, I don't think his views would be particularly popular. But so, well, good luck in your election, and if he gets the nomination, it'll be interesting. Um, Governor Gordon. Again, welcome. All right, let's let's hold it there. Let's hold it there. Yeah, uh, that was funny. The other funny thing was later on, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was like, "Well, well, that was an easy question for Greg. What the heck, Larry? You know, so that was kind of a funny moment in the audience. You know, what? Yeah, you know, he he crushed it last year. 
in that forum, and he crushed it again. But I, I'm confused, Aaron, on 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 uh, on Ryan Fussy there. Um, I, I was just sure that I've seen his um, Twitter feed constantly filled up with pictures of him with his gun <laughs> and talking about being out there hunting elk and hunting duckies and things. I mean, he, he's a gun grabber. I just had no idea. Uh, so I'm, I'm messaging Travis right now. Can you go back to the minute mark, uh, the nine minute mark of that same governor's uh, panel clip? Uh, yeah, that's why I tried to do my time hacks here about uh, ESG. Uh, Travis, can you go back to the nine minute mark? So this was a, a question before that question uh, where where Larry Keene. So last year, Governor Gianforte actually joined us before the governor's panel. You, remember, you probably remember this. Uh, Governor Gianforte and his wife Susan came and joined us for the show. And that's where he unveiled the big news last year was his executive order banning ESG in investments, this woke ESG, environmental, social governance goals and investments. So basically what – well, I'm, I'm going to say no more because the governor describes it even better. Not only what he did last year and announced at this SHOT Show last year, but what the legislature and he did in, in, in the months that followed as well. So uh, let's see. Tra Travis, are you able to pull that one back to the nine-minute mark? I'd, I'd play it from my computer here, but I, uh, I, for some reason I can't get my, my mixer to sync with. Oh, he's got it. All right, roll it for us, please. Become a really important issue. We're hoping to see federal legislation introduced soon instead of having the risk of a, a patchwork. I mean, California has already passed theirs. We need federal legislation uh, to make sure this can't be done because you can't have two systems um, for payment processing. Governor Gene Forte, welcome back. Thank you very much for being here again. Last year at the SHOT Show at this forum, you announced that you would sign an executive order to address woke investing and pulling funds from these woke corporations and, and uh, uh, funds. Um, so we really appreciate that. Discrimination on the financial side and woke banking continues uh, to be a problem for our industry um, at the financial sector, uh, social media sites, etc. Um, last year, uh, you signed the FIND Act, the Firearms Industry Non-Discrimination Act, uh, which, you know, is important not just for the businesses in Montana, but for the ability to attract business to your state. Could you talk about why you signed that bill and why you think that's important? Sure. Thanks. Thanks for having me back. And welcome, everybody. It's great to have standing room only here. I just hope we say something that's worthy of your attention. <laughs> um, so two points I want to make is one is this ESG woke investing, which we see so prevalent on the coast. We did not want to see that negatively impact the pension. So it's unreasonable that someone who's invested in 401k or a state pension should be willing to accept lower financial returns on their retirement funds just because some woke investor in Boston or San Francisco is advancing their political agenda. So what we did, we think as we invest the resources of the state, it should solely be done based on financial return and not some political agenda. So uh, our state board of investment uh, manages about $26 billion in assets. So what we did, and we have third-party financial managers, but we said, yeah, we want your advice, and we mostly moved into index stocks, so they weren't picking this 
good company and that not that bad company according to their woke agenda. Um, and we, we returned, we took back all of the voting of all the proxies on all those shares. So the state now votes those for the benefit of our retirees and the state because we don't want some political agenda getting into somebody's retirement fund. So that was a big step. And it was also the case, it was actually on the floor of the SHOT Show last year here where I was talking to one of our great Montana manufacturers and they told me a story that they had been banking with a large national bank for 20 years and tried to get a loan for a new building. And the banker said, if you were just making a screw that went into a Revolutionary War flintlock, we wouldn't bank you. So we introduced a bill that made discrimination based on being in the firearms industry illegal in Montana, and I was proud to sign that. And we truly appreciate it because we just continue to see that discrimination and it's based on politics. It's, it's not based on the creditworthiness of companies or their ability to pay back loans, et cetera. So you have an election coming up. And it looks All right, like then we can hold it there because then, yeah, then he rolls into the, 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 fussy, the fussy question there. Uh, man, I mean, you know, I know the governor talked a little bit about both of those topics when he joined us on the radio uh, yesterday morning. But the way he laid it out in front of that crowd, uh, and that was a packed house there. I mean, massive ballroom here at the Venetian, and he laid it out. What, what's happened? Well, you've seen a big change. It's happened over the last five years or, you know, a little bit more. It's very recent. And then it used to be all the nastiness, all the dirt got done by private money and private donors. Well, Democrats and these communists out there have turned that around now. And all the nastiness they're doing, they figured out how to do it with your tax money now. That's how all the illegals are getting in here. That's how all the climate change stuff is being done. It's being done with your tax money. Well, that that is why Republican governors like Gianforte, have, all of them have to stand up and say, not with our money. Uh-uh. We're, we're pushing back. You are not going to do your nastiness with our money. That's right. That's right. And, and oh, by the way, we're now going to start also using our money, not just to defend our people, but to go after you people that are trying to shut us down. And, and, and so they talk about broadening this, this type of legislation out now, too, not just going after the woke investing in the, in the big bankers, uh, but every category. Absolutely. So stand by uh, lots. Of, uh, we're saving our best stuff for, for the next hour. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. If Nikki Haley comes in third in Iowa, uh, second place in a two-person race in New Hampshire, she can't compete in Nevada, so she'll lose there. And South Carolina, her home state, he's down by a massive amount of, in terms of real clear a politics, average down by 30. Tell me the path that Nikki Haley is going to take to get her to victory, because I think that's a question they need to be asking themselves. Look, unless she can pull off the upset of all upsets and in her home state, that would be a game changer. But when you're down in the polls, the average poll by 30 points I, I don't recall in my lifetime seeing somebody being able to overcome such a wide margin like that. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Doctors take field of greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you. Too much fast food, not enough exercise. That's why I take field of greens. The fruits and vegetables in field of greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code radio at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code radio at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is the Montana Economic Minute. Everything seemed so normal in 2019. The economy wasn't without problems, but the roller coaster ride of the economy that came later gave us a new perspective on how good it was. And the down-up cycle of the economy gave us a new phrase, before COVID. Many things changed, of course, and now that the pandemic has eased, many of those things have changed back, but not all. E-commerce spiked up sharply, for example, but its share of retail sales has fallen back to its pre-COVID trend. Even inflation has arguably fallen back, at least as close to its pre-COVID rate, and so-called COVID migration to less populated states has fallen back. But other changes have stuck. The high rates of people working from home, for instance. Fears of infection have eased, yet more than 25% of all days worked in the U.S. economy are remote. That's a huge change from pre-COVID fraction of less than 5%. The spending of the federal government has persisted as well, with deficits routinely surpassing a trillion dollars in the economy that needs no stimulus. I'm Patrick Barkey. That's 820-800-8000. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Taking your calls live. 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's jump right into it. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I'm, I'm like, no, security. This guy's the CEO of a major company. He can stay. He can stay. Keep him around. Yeah, Andy Mansour. Oh, they're, they're, they're escorting him out. Look at this. Oh, they're, they're, they're getting him a wristband. They're getting him a wristband. So like, no, 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 bring him back. What? what? That's $125 million. Bring him back. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, this is some tight security. Yeah. <laughs> they, let, they let the freaking joker from Twitter in. And they see, oh, no, he's coming back. He'll be back, but he's coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, I was telling these guys, I was like, so this John, he's the joker. So, so it gets a little unwoke. We like to tell some jokes. So uh, so this guy's, you know, he's got this thing around his waist, like what the NFL quarterbacks use. Not like, it's actually what the NFL quarterbacks use. And so I was going to joke with the joker, be like, hey, look at the fanny on that guy. The fanny pack on that guy. He must guy. work out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But no, these guys are cool. So we've got uh, Joel Weens and Taryn Dar. They're with WSI Sports. When you see quarterbacks and it's cold outside and they put their hands inside of that little fanny pack to warm up their hands, Joel Weens and WSI Sports, you guys make those things. Yep, we make the, a lot of the cold weather gear for the NFL, colleges, pro baseball, and uh, we make it all right there in Minnesota. 
Yeah, it's it's incredible stuff. And then not only that, but you make like your own clothing. You got your full clothing line. You've got some cool camouflage, like microfiber. Is that what it is? Uh, uh, pullover on right now. Yeah, we have a lot of you know great uh, base layer performance uh, fabrics and gear that we make for you know outdoor people, hunters, fishing, and yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. We we like say have a great team. Uh, we love you know just. Working with, you know, the community, coming up with great ideas, making it locally, and, you know, just keep everything just more localized than, than supporting, like, the Chinese and things like that, that, you know, just don't align with our values. Exactly. Well, oh, Minnesota, don't oh, you know? Man. You know, you're right down the road from, <laughs> I mean, all, all my Norwegian family, I mean, they, they, you know, they came from Minnesota, and then they, they, were, they were smart enough to keep going to Montana, though. But <laughs> right some West. of you got left behind. Uh -huh. That's all right. right. We you got know. stuck. Yeah. Taryn Dar, you mm -hmm. were a Portland Trailblazers cheerleader. I was. And so how did you, you first get involved? You were like <laughs> the celebrity influencer for WSI Sports. Well, right? I was an influencer for a very long time. And then this last fall, uh, Joel was like, hey, we really need a new pro staff manager. Um, is that something, do you know anybody? And I'm like, Joel, are you asking if I know anybody or are you asking if I wanted to? <laughs> you know, I live over in on the West Coast, um, but, it's, but we won't say where. It's a scary, scary city. Well, the, the whole West Coast is gone anyway, so it doesn't matter where. It's, it's gone. It's, I don't know. Please don't say that. I need hope. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm their uh, pro staff director, and I work remotely, and I manage our pro staffers and get them gear, and um, they just come to me for everything they need, and I... It's awesome. I love working with them, and I love WSI Sports, and I love that it's a Made in America company, and it's just really cool to support a company that has my shared values. Well, and, like, I could wear, like, and John's kind of the same because he likes to do, like, you know, MMA-style, jiu-jitsu gym stuff, and I like, you know, nine-round kickboxing is a ton of fun. So I would literally wear athletic gear all day long. It's yes. more comfortable. And now, like, you know, radio, it's, you know, it's why not be more laid back and be comfortable, you know? And, uh it really, even even the big podcasters like Joe Rogan now, they're they're not shooting tires <laughs> anymore. Right. So, yeah, well, it was great to see you guys. WSI Sports. Where can people find out more about your product, cold weather gear, athletic gear, you name it? Yeah, WSISports.com. And uh, or if you're in Minnesota, come on by our factory. We got a factory. We'll give you a tour and uh, show you how we make our, our products and and yeah, let's keep America alive. And there was a really cool veteran who was here yesterday. You just gifted a yes. a, a, a remote chair. A or mobility scooter to a local veteran. So we partner with the Patriotic Kenny Foundation, and Patriotic Kenny uh, needed a mobility scooter a couple years ago, and he couldn't afford one. So this gal made a video about him and went viral on TikTok, and all these people poured into him and got him a scooter. So that prompted him to want to give back to other veterans. Um, so now we partner with him and, and give away scooters, you know, in partnership with him. And we just bless veterans all over the country. It's That's really incredible. cool. Thanks, so thanks for doing that. That's mm -hmm. incredible. All right, we're back with you. We got the CEO of Brickstill mm -hmm. Defense kicking off the 9 o'clock hour right after this. House Republicans may hold the majority in the House, but it's Democrats in the minority who control what the House passes. Time and time again during this Congress, Republicans have found themselves with a piece of what's termed must-pass legislation. Three bills to avert a government shutdown, one bill to lift the debt ceiling. And so what the House has done under both House Speaker Mike Johnson and former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is turn to Democrats for help. Ironically, a coalition of some Republicans and nearly all Democrats has proven to be the recipe to pass challenging pieces of legislation in the House, often commanding more than 300 votes in the 435-member body. Quote, the American people are frustrated that this do-nothing Republican Congress can't get out of its own way, said House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. Quote, it's the smallest Republican majority ever, said Oklahoma Republican Stephanie Bice. Quote, we know that they are a dysfunctional majority. We know that they do not actually have the votes to govern. 
said House Democratic Caucus Chairman Pete Aguilar. With the Speaker's Lobby, Chad Pergram, Fox News.